Discover your vocal potential with Tune In and Tune Up. I'm Amy, here to explore vocal health and voice science with you. Dive into expert insights, practical tips, and inspiring chats with top vocal athletes and professionals, all in one dynamic podcast. So grab your favorite drink, get cozy, and join me on this empowering journey. Welcome to Tune In and Tune Up. to another episode of Tune In, Tune Up. I'm Amy and I am here to help you with your vocal health journey. And today we're going to be talking about a topic that I truly do believe is one of the most important aspects of vocal health. It's definitely the foundation. Um, And if you were ever going to start somewhere, this is where you should start. So today we are going to talk about hydration This is definitely your voice's best friend. So how about you go grab yourself a glass of water and let's dive right into this topic. Let's begin our hydration journey with a splash of science. Did you know that about 60% of the human body is water? That's right. We're basically walking, talking cucumbers. Okay, that was literally the only type of water-based thing I could think of at the time. So, yeah, sorry if you didn't find that funny. Okay, picture this, your vocal cords, those tiny yet super mighty muscles are about to run a marathon. And what's the one thing that they would crave? Hydration. But not just any sips of water, we're talking strategic, voice-boosting hydration. They need hydration to perform at their peak. And why? It's pretty simple. It's all about lubrication and flexibility. And you will not have that if they are not hydrated enough. So just like a well-oiled machine, your vocal cords need moisture to vibrate effortlessly. So the larynx, your whole voice box area, your pharynx, which is your throat, your oral cavity, your mouth, even your nose, your sinus area, and your upper airway, they all love moisture. So the more moist, and I am really sorry, that is a word I really don't like, but when you're talking about hydration, it's really... It's a perfect word, so I'm probably going to say moist quite a lot throughout this episode, Um, so I just, yeah, I'll apologize in advance. So the whole entire area, your whole vocal tract loves moisture, and it needs that to actually work adequately. It needs to function optimally, and the only way it can do that is if everything is well hydrated. It's pretty simple. But without this adequate hydration, your vocal cords can pretty much become like the Sahara Desert of your body. Dry, rough, and not ready to produce those amazing notes that we strive for. If you are dehydrated, you may start experiencing things like vocal fatigue. Your voice is running out of steam, you know, a lot faster than it would. You're not able to sustain your voice from a speaking side of things maybe as a singer you're really struggling to reach your full range you're having to put a lot more effort into your voice 
and it can start to sound really rough. So that is all dehydration. And we really need to make sure that as vocalists, whether singers, speakers, in any capacity, you are utilizing this amazing thing that we have, which is water, really efficiently and effectively. Okay, so the hydration saga has two heroes, really. Systemic and topical hydration. Now, we always get told, drink water, drink water. You know, you really need to make sure you drink that water. Um, but as vocalists, there's another side of hydration that is just as important, and it's actually the combination of both of these. So systemic hydration is all about what you drink, where topical hydration is about direct moisture to the vocal cords and that upper airway. So let's start with systemic hydration. It's quite fascinating when you break it down. And if you're like me, really nerdy and a bit of a geek and love a bit of science, when you actually look into hydration and the body and how it all, how the whole body functions, hydration comes into everything. So it's such a necessity. Systemic hydration is your body's internal water supply. It's crucial for maintaining that overall health, but for us as voice users, it's like that golden ticket to vocal paradise. Proper hydration ensures that our vocal cords are flexible and ready for action. But it's not just about guzzling liters of water right before you sing or speak. The hydration process is a marathon. It's definitely not a sprint. It takes time for the water that you drink to actually benefit your vocal cords. When you drink water, it's absorbed into your bloodstream in about five minutes. But here's the catch. It takes about 30 to 45 minutes to actually reach the cells and hydrate from that level, which therefore then hydrates all of the internal tissue and obviously then things like the vocal cords. So it's the rule of thumb has always been that eight by eight kind of rule. And, you know, really trying to stick to that aim towards that two liters of water. But let's be real, vocal athletes might need more. And for a lot of you going, oh, serious, I can barely do two liters. But the reason for this is because from a body side of things, from a general body hydration, optimal operation is around that two liters of water just for the body to kind of operate and be well hydrated. But the more you use your voice, the more moisture it's going to take away. Because remember, voicing is a muscular activity. It's using two tiny little muscles and they are vibrating hundreds to thousands of times a second. And then if you are doing that over a two-hour period or even a, you know, you're doing a workshop and you're talking for a consistent six hours, that's millions and millions of collisions that your vocal cords are doing. We know from research that if someone is doing a two to three hour show, singing wise, that that could be up to three million collisions that those two muscles are doing. So that's the two muscles coming together, colliding with each other, so making contact with each other. And if that's not well hydrated, 
they are going to, one, get really inflamed, and two, start getting really tired very quickly. So let's move on to topical hydration, because this is something that doesn't get talked about a lot, but for voice users, this is where you can actually add a lot of hydration to your day and be really strategic about it. So this is about directly quenching your thirst. You know, it's that direct application to your vocal cords and upper airway. And picture this, steaming and nebulizing. So steaming just with plain water, nothing added into it, no oils or anything. And nebulizing with isotonic 0.9% saline is like giving your vocal cords a little personal rain cloud. Steaming is like a mini spa for your vocal cords. Post-performance-wise, it can help to soothe all of the vocal tract, help relieve tension and rehydrate. So that's where steaming can be super beneficial, is post-voice use. Now, nebulizing with isotonic saline, if you use this tool before voice use, it's not only going to obviously hydrate you, which is great, gives you an extra, an extra little boost, but it actually is going to do some other pretty amazing things to benefit your voice to help in that moment of, of when you have to use your voice. It can clear any lingering mucus, so that's the saline. It might be just lingering around in your nasal cavity or in your throat or your upper airway. And it also lowers something that's called phonation threshold pressure. And this is the pressure that actually kicks your vocal cords into vibration. So the lower this pressure, the easier it will be to voice. So as a voice user, you want that pressure to be as low as you can so that you can sing. If you're a singer, you can belt out those big notes. You can do some really big vocal agility. You can sustain your voice for a really long period of time if that pressure is nice and low. And the only way to get that pressure low is with isotonic saline through a nebulizer. Personally, I love using a nebulizer before voice use, and then I will use steaming after. So think of it as a hydrating before to give you the added boost hydrating after to restore. Both of these methods deliver that moisture that right where it's needed the most. Steaming just takes a little bit longer because it's bigger droplets than a nebulizer. So that's why a nebulizer can hydrate a lot faster than steaming. You just might have to do steaming for a little bit longer, that's all. But both of them help to keep that mucosal layer the lining around your vocal cords really supple and ready for, for vibration. Something that we shouldn't forget about though is humidification, especially in dry environments. This can be a really great way to add in some extra hydration. Uh, for singers who are doing a lot of touring, a lot of travel, staying in a lot of hotel rooms, on planes and buses and things like that, you can get a little portable humidifier. So that is the warm air that comes out. You can get a little portable one and take it with you and put it next to your bed and, and turn it on overnight. Don't add any oils to it. It's just about the warm 
moist air. When you're sleeping, you'll be breathing that in. And there you go. That's a pretty easy way to hydrate your voice. So imagine systemic and topical hydration as that dynamic duo of vocal health. One keeps the entire body hydrated, while the other gives your vocal cords and the vocal tract direct moisture boost. And together, systemic and topical, together they create the perfect environment for your voice to thrive. Now, let's spill the tea on caffeine. Now, this is something that can really impact your hydration. That morning espresso, now if anyone knows me, they know that the two, my two favorite things are coffee and milk chocolate. That morning espresso, if you had a double shot espresso, you're looking at about 120 milligrams of caffeine. A single shot espresso is roughly about 60 milligrams of caffeine. You're probably saying, but how much caffeine can you have a day? The rule of thumb is from a science and from research, we know that it's around 250 milligrams a day of caffeine that a that we can tolerate before it starts having a really big impact on our hydration levels. So if we're thinking coffee, a double shot coffee in the morning is 120 milligrams, you're looking at about two coffees a day. But if you're also a tea drinker, whether that's green tea or black, definitely have a look at the, the um, ingredients list. But green or black tea can contain anywhere from 20 to 50 milligrams of caffeine. And even our beloved sodas and energy drinks contribute to this as well. A 330 ml can of Coke has about 32 milligrams. And a 250 ml energy drink is about 80. Now, a lot of energy drinks here in New Zealand, and I'm sure worldwide it's quite similar, but they come in 500 ml cans. So you're looking at probably even a max of 160 milligrams of caffeine just in one drink. Now, chocolate. I know. Don't tell me. I could sit here and have a whole block of chocolate. I am such a chocolate lover. Now, chocolate, milk chocolate, you're looking at about 50 gram bar of chocolate is about 10 milligrams of caffeine, where dark chocolate, a 50 milligram bar, is about 40 milligrams of caffeine. But hey, even though I'm saying all these things, it is definitely not about going out and just going, right, I need to cut all of these things out of my diet. It's more about that counterbalance with extra hydration. It's compensation. I am not the fun police. And for anyone who has worked with me, they know that I am definitely never someone who will be, you know, saying you need to cut that out of your diet or out of your lifestyle. There are a lot of things that impact hydration and impact the voice, but it is about compensating for those things. So medications are definitely something else that can have a big impact on hydration. Some of the medications that are most common are things like antihistamines, decongestants, and even some antidepressants can dry out your vocal cords. 
So in regards to medications, it's about having a conversation with your doctor. If you are a voice user and you want to know, hey, are my medications contributing to my really dry mouth? Could they be dehydrating me? And if they are, is there any alternative forms that I could be taking? Obviously, the medications that we take are for a reason. Um, And so we don't want to mess with that and just go, no, I'm not taking it anymore. So definitely have a conversation with your doctor. The pharmacists are a great resource as well because there can be uh, some medications that can be altered to a different form, to a different type that may not have as severe effects. But what we can do is to counterbalance with extra hydration. It's just about being aware and having that knowledge about what might impact your hydration levels. And if you're keeping, you know, your systemic hydration up, um, you are adding in some topical hydration. And then if you know that you're taking certain medications, you just might add some extra hydration in there. Another thing that can impact uh, hydration And important, I think, to mention is the environment. And for speakers, you know, you could be in a classroom setting, you could be in a theater, you could be in a small air-conditioned room, you could be, you could be outside. Same for singers. You are, you, you're using your voices, whether it's singing, speaking, in so many different types of environments. And all those environments, All those environments will play a huge role in how your hydration levels are maintained. So things like air-conditioned rooms, a really dry outdoor environment, or that unique atmosphere of a theater can all affect how the body and the voice remain moist. It's like being a plant, if you think about it. A different setting will require different watering schedules. So it's all about just having a wee moment to analyze and reflect on what you are one using what you're ingesting um, drinking eating taking um, where you're using your voice writing it all down having a wee look and going yeah actually I have quite a lot of factors that may you know be playing a massive role in my hydration so I'm definitely going to boost up my hydration all right so now let's debunk some popular myths about voice and hydration because I have had some people ask me so many different questions like myth-based questions and um yeah I've kind of gone oh gosh that just gets you know pushed around everywhere that myth is just so so not true But hey, let's have a look at this and set the record straight with some good old science. Back these up. All right, myth one, and this is definitely something that a lot of people will say. Does drinking water before, sorry, during performances hydrates my vocal cords immediately? And we've already kind of talked about this a bit, but if only if it was that quick, would be amazing. Imagine if we just took a sip of water while we were singing or speaking and it was like, boom, hydrated. That would just solve so many problems. So when you're drinking straight away, nothing touches your vocal cords. You've got a lot of safety mechanisms that happen when you swallow to actually look after your lungs. 
and your your vocal cords sit right at the top of your lungs. So the liquid actually goes down your esophagus, doesn't go down your trachea or else you'll be drowning. And then it goes in and obviously can take up to 30 to 45 minutes to actually start hydrating from an internal cellular level. Myth two, throat sprays and lozenges hydrate your vocal cords. Right, again, nothing touches your vocal cords. Even when you're sucking on something, saliva, yes, saliva might pull down your throat, but it's going to trigger a swallow at some point, hopefully. And if it didn't, you know, and it was touching your airway and touching your vocal cords, again, that's, that's, that's a problem and should, and is something that shouldn't be happening. So throat sprays and lozenges can definitely provide that temporary relief, but they don't hydrate your vocal cords in the true sense. They, they cover and can lubricate sometimes um, the throat and can be really soothing of the throat, that surfaced, you know, moisture in the throat, but they're more of like a band-aid rather than actually a hydration strategy. Myth three, if you drink enough water, you don't need to worry about the ear's humidity. Right. Even if you're drinking enough water, so say you're, you're reaching that two liters, the ear's humidity will still play a crucial role of how fast moisture is taken away from you. How much the the your body uses or how quickly the body uses it so dry air can definitely set moisture from your vocal tract so consider using something like a humidifier in particular for dry environments things like um, in a plane using a humidifier um, which is that mask tool you can have a wee google of that or using you know the nebulizer to add in some hydration quickly or a steamer And that's going to help compensate for the dry environment. Myth number four, all liquids are good for vocal health. Well, no, not all liquids are good. Not all liquids are created equal. And when it comes to hydrating your voice, things like caffeine, beverages, alcohol, they can actually dehydrate you more. So water... Uh, is definitely the gold standard for hydration. So stick to the classic old water for best results. But obviously, there are ways that you can utilize that water to improve your acceptance, I suppose, of, of the water. Not a lot of people like the taste of water. And so there can be lots of different ways. You can infuse it with fruits. You can infuse it with water drops. Uh, You can add ice to it to cool it down. The temperature can sometimes affect how uh, willing you are to drink it more. So some people would really like hot water. Some people like very, very cold water. So it's about having a bit of a play. All right. So only four myths, but didn't overcomplicate it. And hopefully we have busted some of those myths and provided some answers. But Ultimately, hydration is key, but it's important to understand the hows and whys to really make it work for your voice. Everyone is going to be quite different. So you can jazz up your water routine. Like I said before, infuse it with fruits, carry it, a stylish water bottle. Um, You know, if you know that cold water 
um, you drink it a lot faster if it's really cold. Investing in a water bottle that is um, insulated so it keeps it cold for the rest of the day. Um, definitely not an ad and I'm not obviously, um, it's not endorsed in any way, but I love the Frank Green drink bottles. Um, all the Yeti bottles that are great as well. Uh, they keep, the both of them keep water cold for like such a ridiculous length of time. And actually my husband has a very large Yeti bottle and he put ice in it and I'm pretty sure like three or four days later it still had ice in it. <laughs> so um, yeah, if you really like cold water, um, investing in a drink bottle that keeps it cold for longer may be you know, something that wor- will work really well for you. For topical hydration, um, steamers and nebulizers are definitely going to be your best friends. But hey, why not visit your local gym if it has a steam room in it and go and sit in the steam room on the morning of your gig or performance because one, it's going to be great for your pores and your whole body from the outside, give yourself a facial as well, but it's going to relax all of your muscles, which is also great full body wise. But I would be breathing it in doing some gentle humming exercises, getting your voice moving in a really nice, warm, moist environment. Um, so just get creative in how you utilize the systemic-based hydration and the topical-based hy- hydration. So just remember that your voice is like a really delicate ecosystem. You've got to keep it balanced and use really smart, hydration choices right well I'm pretty sure I have jam-packed as much as I can (laughs) into this 30 minutes um, about hydration but yeah there it is hydration all its glory and it's not just about drinking water remember it's not about just drinking water it's about understanding your body and your voice's unique needs and then meeting them consistently and really thinking about if you, I truly, un, I truly believe that if you understand a bit of the science about your body and the anatomy and physiology and how your voice works and operates, you're going to be in a better position to keep it fit and healthy um, because you'll have that understanding. So I truly believe that if you can, if you understand what potential things that you eat and drink impacts, you know, if you're, we're thinking purely about hydration, what things impact your hydration levels, what might dehydrate you a lot faster, then you know how to compensate for those, especially on the days when you're using your voice. Well, that's pretty much it. But please... If you have any questions, definitely flick them through to me. I would love to interact with you all. Comment anything about the podcast. Don't forget to follow the podcast. Like and share it out to everyone. I really want this to be a resource for people. Not everyone can obviously seek out a private therapist. Um, So I am going to do my best to put out as much information, science, anatomy, physiology, voice development things, tips and tricks, exercises, 
vocal pathology, who to go to. Oh my gosh, the list can literally go on and on and on. So if there is something you want to know about, please get in touch with me. You can get in touch with me through Instagram at Amy Marie Consultancy. You can send me an email at hello at amymarie.co.nz and even on Facebook at Amy Marie Consultancy. So flick me through any of your questions, any of your topic ideas that you would love to know about. If there's something, a burning question, I would be happy to do a whole podcast on something that you want to know about because that is exactly why I am here doing this, is to help you guys to achieve that sustainable voice. So stay tuned, stay vocal, and above all, stay hydrated, everyone. All right. Until next time, see you later. Bye. Remember, your voice is more than just sound. It's your identity, your career, your business, most importantly, your passion. So let's tune in to its needs and tune it up to its full potential. I'm Amy and this is Tune In and Tune Up. Stay vocal, stay healthy and stay tuned in for our next episode.